We the GamerCast is powered by the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people starting with our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Lee Navarro, and Jonathan Brown. Also, our Platinum Producer, Robbie Bobby Miller. And then to our Gold Level Patrons, like James Johnson, Jean Kay, Skinny Matt, Ashley Nicholson, Becky Grockmall, Trucker Sloth, Argo, Egg Shen, and Ray Sony Pony Martinez. Thank you everyone for all of your support. It's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. Patrons get it first. They get it on Fridays. Thank you for subscribing, for telling a friend, for telling your mom and your grandma and your dog and your rabbit who sits on your front lawn every uh, so often. Maybe they find refuge there. Do you guys get rabbits on your lawn? Is that just me? Are they, like, everywhere? They're everywhere where I am. Holy crap. What a what a time to be alive, man, where we have pet rabbits that live in our front door, and we've got... Uh, I don't even know, uh, but I'm getting way too far ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about life and video games, and if you want to be on the show, it's pretty easy. Just tweet at me, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. Um, long distance charges do not apply. You don't even have to like call long distance. We can do it by Skype. How long is Skype going to be around for? Honestly, how much longer can it, does it seem like it's just barely surviving and that if it's not even like that, that something else has to come in and like really knock itself off is it's going to basically just destroy itself. I think is kind of where we're at guys. What a week it has been. I hope you guys are doing okay. I'm, uh, I'm scraping by myself. Holy, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm the personification of Skype. What in the crap? What a week. I had a nice long weekend. I had a, it was Thanksgiving here in Canada. I tacked on an extra day. And then I had that whole, like, you know, when you take that extra day or have any vacation from work and then you instantly regret not being on top of all your shit <laughs> when you go back to work. Oh my gosh. I hope you guys are doing good. I want to quickly say right off the start here that I'm, I'm really thankful for, um, uh, Mr. Badbit and his community because, um, Marcus O'Neill, who was the guest on last week's episode, was um, was so excited that he was on the show that he shared it in the in Badbit's Discord and in that community uh, community content kind of place where that a lot of channels have. And I never know if people actually like check out what's going on in the community content like channels in discords but apparently people do and quite a few people particularly in that discord have checked out we the gamer cast for the first time and maybe even jumped on over to uh, the xbox drive and some other stuff and i'm just really thankful for that man that's like really nice to hear and i you know i'm just thankful that, that marcus had a had a good enough time and, and felt like them that was an episode that he wanted to share as well it wasn't like a instant regret situation so thanks for sharing that marcus and welcome anybody who's coming in who's new um and and these are your first few episodes um, come on in. You're, everybody is welcome. And again, like if you want to be on the show, we'll, we'll get you all sorted out. Um, this is, it's been a ride, man. It's been, what a year. We're coming to the close of 2020 shortly enough. I feel like I might be jumping the gun just a little bit as I say that. Like, it doesn't it feel like we're at the end, but like we're not really at the end. Like, we're actually not even at American Thanksgiving. That's really the, the runway to completing things. And I mentioned Canadian Thanksgiving. It's great. Um, we had, we had we had turkey dinner. Chelsea made a first her first turkey, which was awesome. Like really, it was it was actually phenomenal. Um, but at the same time, like we have this we have, we have a, we have a particular take on on big meals, and 
and what we what we've grown up like with and i think a lot of the same for for you guys as well where like you you hang out with family but like you know mom and or dad or whoever is in the kitchen all day long slaving in the kitchen just trying to get the meal ready so it's like this 14 hour marathon that um you know finishes with dinner and then they're 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 gassed and so they they you know they won't don't want to i don't know go to bed early or whatever it is but like it takes them away from the entire day whether it's thanksgiving or for christmas so um you know this is kind of like one of those things that chelsea can like cross off like okay done it but like we still are on the and this again this might be a different take we'd almost rather just get takeout man <laughs> like even for like christmas dinner or or thanksgiving or whatever like we'd almost rather not do that uh and enjoy the entire day together uh i certainly would like like i don't i don't have like any expectation um that that turkey dinner is is the thing although i've always had it so maybe maybe if we went a couple years without it then maybe i, I i'd feel differently but that's kind of where i'm at i hope you guys are good i hope you guys are enjoying the the weeks as we're going along and I just want to let you know a couple things before we jump into my chat with Foolish Fuji. And um, one of those things is we've launched the Extra Life. Uh, I could do a couple things. I could go Xbox Drive or Extra Life. We'll do Extra Life. Uh, extra-life.org slash participant slash Sean Capri. Prizes are incoming. Uh, I have confirmation that I will be getting games. We'll be having games to give away so you can get your, your donations in right away. Um, I have to figure out exactly at, like how many dollars in per entry, but you, it'll all be the same. So whatever you can give, give generously. You'll be entered in on prizes. Um, I have hardware coming in. I don't know exactly which ones they are. So I want to, uh, I, I don't want to uh, say too, too much there, but I have games and hardware coming in to give away and uh, also love and support and appreciation. Uh, if you guys would like that. And also if you just want to, you know, save some kids life, extra dash life.org slash participant slash Sean Capri, get your donations in. We're going to be participating with team Phoenix overdrive. And if you guys need a team to join, join me, join Lee, join team Phoenix overdrive. Last year we raised $10,000 and be part of history, man. We're going to do it again. Uh, so yeah, extra life is happening. And also the other X in my life is the Xbox drive launched a YouTube channel last week. We already smashed through our first sub goal of 100. We're on our way to 200. The next goal is 500. At 500 subs, we are going to give away a full year of Game Pass Ultimate, courtesy of our friends at Xbox Canada, who have been so supportive. I can't even, I can't even talk about how supportive Xbox Canada has been um, yet. But stay tuned on that. There is some awesome stuff happening you guys it's like what is this life kind of stuff happening so stay tuned uh, for things happening with the xbox drive you can subscribe on the youtube channel it's probably the best way you can show your support over there of course patreon but i'll get to that at the end of the show because i want to jump in to my conversation with foolish fuji is one of the most kind-hearted and just lovely people to talk to you can check her out at twitch.tv slash foolish fuji that's foolish with a u and fuji like the film so let's jump into it with foolish fuji What do you got back there? What what's, what are the books? Uh, it's it's pretty much a collection of all the Sailor Moon stuff. Oh really? <laughs> that oh, been, I like, love it. Yeah. So that the the books there they're my Sailor Moon manga that I've collected and I've read. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of the Blu-rays of the movies, and then the rest is just like pops and figurines. <laughs> okay, what's the story with Sailor Moon though? Uh, I grew up with Sailor Moon. Yeah. Uh, I ended up. Um, watching it as a kid, uh, sort of like 
um, before school type of morning show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was before was school. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was my it was it, I think it was it's my first anime that I ever watched growing up. So mm-hmm. that you, and the Samurai Pizza Cats. Samurai anime. Pizza Cats. Oh my god! I haven't heard, heard anybody mention that in forever. <laughs> Holy crap! That's awesome. I tried watching that as an adult, and I'm like, I don't know what I liked about this. Yeah, it's no good, right? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's depressing like, when you go back and you watch some things that are just like these treasured memories. You're just like, oh, it's yeah. so good. I watch it all the time. You're like, this is kind of crap. This is kind of no good at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, it seems like everything was like kind of backwards then. Because like that was the Sailor Moon. I remember Samurai Pizza Cats. That, that was all like after school for us. I don't yeah. know. Like, I feel like why wouldn't they adjust like TV watch times for you guys? <laughs> I don't know. They sort of the the TV watch time for kids. It was like before school and after school, and it was always like about an hour or so before school time started, which was about nine a.m. Okay, okay. Uh, so a lot of the a lot of the kids shows would start about six thirty seven a.m. Yeah, and then uh, then they'll stop at nine a.m. and then they'll start up again after three thirty. Right. Yeah. 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 That I definitely remember like the post school stuff, but like. I feel like you guys had it maybe a little bit better because, like, here it was, um, well, your parents aren't going to let you watch whatever you want to watch before school. You're watching, like, we watched, like, the news. Like, there was, like, morning news. <laughs> and that probably is still the case for a lot of people. Like, your, your, your parents are getting ready. And it's like, what's the traffic like? Like, what's the weather going to be like? Because you yeah. didn't have, like, you couldn't just look it up. Like, what the weather was going to be like back then, it was like, this is something we all take for granted. You just look at your phone or, like, whatever. It was like, there was, like, a call-in line. Back in the day, like you could like, you have to like call in and go, what is the weather forecast going to be for the next couple of days? So you knew what to like dress for and plan for and stuff. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of boring to talk about the weather, but kind of remarkable that we just don't even really, we can know like what, what time it's going to rain at now. You know, like I can actually plan my day around, like it's probably going to rain around like six o'clock. I could probably like take the dogs and the kids out before then, before it starts raining. It's kind of nuts. Uh, it's not it's not exactly the same for us here, especially in Melbourne, because we have what we call four seasons in a day. Right. Oh, do you really? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So or maybe not really a day per se, but in a week sure. span, we'll end up with like warm weather, which we had over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden yesterday, it dropped down under 20 degrees. And we're like, oh, but we were liking the nice warm weather. And it's like springtime and. So, yeah, and then it's gloomy today, and we've got the heater on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too much. That's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have a big swing here as well, but it's not within it's not within the same within the same week. Um, thanks yeah. for adjusting for the times, by the way. Oh, like, that's it's, fine. It's like no I'm, I'm putting my kids to bed. You're like in the middle of the day. Like this continues to confuse me. I know that makes me a simpleton, but this whole oh, like like fact that it's tomorrow for you, like it yeah. really shouldn't be. I'm in the future. <laughs> you are you, like what's what's it going to be like? Like tell us. <laughs> Dealing with the same kind of crap as the rest of us. Are you? Are you guys all? Um, or it's New Zealand who's free of COVID? Is that? Is that true? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Where we've still got some cases happening, um, but we're getting lower and lower each um, each week. You. So, which is really good. Um, just make an Olympics out of this, honestly. Like, just ha- start yeah. handing out medals for this. Like, who's doing good? Where's the medal count at? This is something <laughs> we used to care about. You know, for the. Yeah. For, remember, there was supposed to be an Olympics this year. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you care about that sort of thing? Like, are the Olympics like a big deal? I I enjoy watching the Olympics. they're, yeah. they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it just depends on what sport I really want to watch, and sometimes I can't even get that on free to air TV. So. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Like we talked a lot about like free air back in the day. Like it, it's not, it hasn't really caught on. I feel like even just watching television in general is just kind of, maybe it's going away at this point. Like, yeah. cause I used to work at, um, in Canada, it was called Future Shop. Like, people know it as Best Buy and things. And then they really tried to push like this as HD came in. They wanted you to buy like this, this, um, like basically like rabbit ears, but for HD yeah. to try and catch the, catch it free. But that, was that a big deal for you? Like it never really caught on here. It was this thing we'd always heard about, but never really like caught on that much. No, I don't think it really caught on that much here either. So yeah. it's like for us, it's yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> how, 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 how else are things going for you though? How are you doing throughout this whole year? Um, well for me, it's personally, it's been a little tough because the last six months I haven't been working. Yeah. Um, I did do a little bit of work when they lifted some of the restrictions. I think it was like in July. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, sorry, before July. And then in the middle of July, they ended up putting in some extra restrictions, put people back into lockdown um, because the numbers were rising again. And so I ended up working a few shifts because um, I do security work. Yeah. And ended up doing a few shifts at a particular venue to stop public from entering because police were using that particular venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then they stopped using security guards for that venue and then now I'm back at home just doing <laughs> whatever I can at home to keep busy. Yeah, what are you so, doing to keep busy? And how, like, is this a blessing or is it a, the worst thing in the world? Is there, like, something like, you know, you don't often get, like, the world doesn't ever take a pause like this. It no. seems like we're tr- we're really struggling with it being on pause. It's like like we're like trying to kind of dig our heels in to kind of take care of this thing, yeah. but at the same time, somebody's twisting that tape around, just getting the thing rolling back again against yeah, exactly. all our will. But like, is it is there any positives to kind of take out of the fact that like the world is on pause? Well, for me, it's been uh, it's been really good in terms of being able to do content creating. Nice, um, because um, I used to live stream only once a week uh, when I first started doing mm-hmm. live streams but now I can live stream a lot more often and a little bit earlier in the day rather than later in the day which is what I used to do because I was trying to accommodate to the Australian viewers but then didn't think about you know the northern hemisphere like America and the UK and all that sort of stuff yeah um but for me it's just been for the last six months it's been content creating and live streaming Mm -hmm. um and that's the one thing that's been keeping me busy i also do podcasts with a group of friends which we've been doing constantly as well i don't think Um, i knew that tell me i know about the streaming i don't think i realized you're doing podcasts (laughs) as well yes yes i uh i'm i do sort of pop culture related podcasts yeah um i do with a group of friends um in a show called a podcast called fred I love and it. that's our that's our weekly podcast uh, where we talk about you know the latest news that happened in um, pop culture. Yeah, and we also review some trailers that were released for the week. You're like okay, so like the trailer itself, not even like the movie, or I guess you no, couldn't no, really so review, like review the, the movie. Tra- the, yeah, exactly. Where we review the trailer for the movie that's about to come out. I love it. Uh-huh. I love <laughs> that idea. Oh my gosh, we used to sit there and watch like like trailer channels. Like there was like a channel, or like at the very least, like a, a show that would roll out like trailers for like this yeah. makes me sound sounds so old like now you just go to youtube <laughs> and watch these things like <laughs> just like where's my cane as i talk by the way i'm like also nursing like a back that like my back i tweaked my back this weekend like i can't oh, even dude. move all weekend so i feel particularly old so i might as well talk about like you know when <laughs> we invented the enough. telephone and oh, stuff like okay. that i i go see my chiropractor about my back so it's oh, fine oh <laughs> my god and that's maybe my problem see i'm like i don't even want to go like 
go get touched by somebody who's touching a lot of people in a day. Like I've said like these, like, you know me with like Animal Crossing. I've got like some of these principles that put me in pretty precarious <laughs> spots. My back is out because I'm not able to like go to a chiropractor or get my massage. My hair yeah. is a disaster because I won't go get my hair cut. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not playing Animal Crossing because cloud saves and, you know, one one game yeah. per console per whatever. <laughs> so that's a whole thing. Um, but I'm glad that you're – when did you start doing the podcast? Like how long have you guys uh, been doing so, that? Uh, I and the, I – only recently started getting into the podcast uh i think like last year or the year before um that's a good time what do you mean only that's a good amount of time for a weekly show it's a good amount of time like originally when they first formed the podcast itself it wasn't known as a podcast called fred originally it was titled uh friday nights at fred's okay and then it was from the person who uh in the group that actually created this podcast did it as a clickbait because of friday nights at freddy's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) So we tried to Maybe take a little too of it. close. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, like Badbit had the, um, the trophy room used to be called the PlayStation podcast and play, like, he doesn't own the name PlayStation, but it's pretty, pretty good. I mean, just entitle it that way. Yeah. So is podcasting because, not just the best yeah. though? Like, is it just like, why, why do we do this? Like, isn't it just like, I don't know. It's, it's the best. You just get on with a bunch of friends, especially that style of show. It's got to be a, re- a ton of fun. Oh, uh, it is. It's, it's definitely a lot of fun to be able to just talk about anything pop culture related and it's all stuff that we're all passionate about yeah so we really enjoy it and it's also a good catch-up session because especially in the last six months we haven't really been able to see each other so being able to record a podcast and just talk about the stuff we love has been uh, a blessing in this case have you been are you all local together like could you actually do this in the same room like aside from COVID, yeah, like would you yeah, normally yeah. do it so like together generally generally before the lock- lockdown even started we would actually go to one of our houses oh we that's sit the around best. one sit around one microphone and just record a podcast like that yeah and it's always a lot of fun because we can see each other's reactions in real time mm-hmm. and and just being able to sort of feed off that and bounce off that with our podcasts. But now with like the whole lockdown situation, we started off with just going over the phone mm-hmm. and just recording over the phone and having separate um, audio files, which yeah. then I have to edit together. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, great. And sync it all up. Um, and now recently we started, you know what? We want to see each other's faces. Let's Skype it instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I was the only one using Skype, actually. I'm, 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 I'm like, there's one little piece of the puzzle I need to put together before I actually abandon Skype altogether, but it's, it's okay. It's at least working. For the most part, it seems to, it seems to be all right. I feel like you guys have almost have like an unfair advantage, the fact that you are able to like see each other. Like, and this, that sucks that COVID takes that away from you because yeah. m- like most podcasts, especially in like video form, like we all look the same. You know, it's like the two little boxes of people like doing the whole like Skype or whatever it is, Zoom or Discord. But like there's something special about people like people sitting around the same table, like because it looks better. It looks different, but also like just the the conversation has to flow differently. I remember when Bob, right? Like you don't have that weird like, oh, my 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 microphone is cutting just for that. Just (laughs) it's not like it's pretty good, right? For most people, you can't really tell and you definitely kind of adjust for it when you're used to it. But there's, there's this like weird thing that happens when, like, if you and I were to like kind of overtalk just for, for a second, we would both like back off and then we'd have that yeah. like weird kind of thing. That doesn't really happen. I don't know why that doesn't happen in, in a live setting. Like when you're just all around the same table, you're, you're kind of more okay with, okay, we're just talking over each other and it'll just be, it'll just be fine just for a exactly, second. Exactly. Exactly. You don't <laughs> abort your sentence just like mid, like half syllable and you're like, and then it's like way worse. Yeah. 
Now, we, we talk over each other a lot in the podcast. <laughs> and the, the podcast that we do is uh, for a podcast called Fred. We talk over each other so much to the point that we've decided that it's the podcast that refuses to behave. That nice, is our tagline. Nice, nice, <laughs> How do you know everybody? Um, so I uh, met everyone through a friend of mine from uni. And he was working on doing his own sort of stuff because he's an actor. Oh, yeah. Um, and so from there, he introduced me to his friends that were also part of this group. And then he started extending the group a bit more uh, by adding uh, more people into the group. And that's how I sort of met them. And I met them back in, I think it was like 2015. Yeah. Um, and then we formed our group called Fred the Alien Productions. So our little collective. <laughs> I don't know where the I don't know where the name came from. It's that was perfect. their idea, not mine. It's perfect. <laughs> so it's like a, a a Fred Fred the alien. So he's an alien, and and <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just stuck. It, we, we just kept stuck with it. So <laughs> bunch of goofballs. I freaking love that. Well, there's like there seems at least um, for me, I had to kind of get into a group that already was like expressively okay with podcasts, right? Like, I don't know that I would really go to too many people just in my life to go like, we should start. There was one specific person who I used to do a movie podcast with. And he was just like, he's, he's been a born talker. Like he's the type of person. I think he's emceed like countless weddings, like over the time that that we kind of grew up and all of our friends got married. It's like, that's the guy you want on a mic. He's got like a great sense of humor. He knows all the things about all the things. And so he was one of the only people, and actually he, oddly enough, he introduced me to podcasts. I remember actually sitting in a movie theater and I was like, what? Like it was, it was as the podcast app got broken out from music on iPhones. Like it, it used okay, to be yeah, baked yeah. into the music app. Yeah, that's true. And as soon true. as it popped out, I'm like, I'd heard people talk about podcasts. Like what, like where did you get started? And he kind of, he got me started on that. So, but aside from that very, very specific person like i don't know that i would just go to like a random friend to go like hey would you like to start a podcast like was there any sort of like weirdness to it was it like very natural for you guys to realize like you wanted to jump into podcast together well originally when we first formed the group we were doing more video content than we were doing audio okay so you're still and creating content together yeah yeah we yeah. are like i think it, the video content side of things has sort of slowed down a lot in the last year yeah it's hard um, as shit right <laughs> It's because everybody's now spread out and where they live. So it's mm-hmm. hard to commune and be able to come together to do the filming and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, so Are they but, in different so, cities when you say you're far apart? Or are they in different, different cities? suburbs in the same state. Okay. Oh, okay. So how, like, how, yeah. like, like if you were to drive, like how far away are you guys all? Like? Um, well, the furthest would be uh, he's about maybe an hour or so out. Yeah, that's enough. I live, yeah. That's enough. I know people who are like 25 minutes away. It's like, man, I'll see a Christmas maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's, that's a little ways. That's a lot of gas. That's, uh, yeah. that's another so half I'm an happy, hour back. I'm happy to be able to drive to someone who, like one of my friends lives about 40 to 45 minutes away from me. Sure. I think they're the closest. Um, you just got to so, really like them. Well, yeah, they've got exactly. really good food at their place or something, something you yeah. want. And they got yeah. a game or something you want to check out. Did you ever have a friend, like, this is totally going back. Did you ever have a friend growing up where you, like, they, they weren't, like, the best friend, but, like, they had something, like, maybe they had a game or, like, I had a lot of friends growing up. They had, like, an NES or Super Nintendo, just, like, I don't really like you all that much, but, like, you got the game, so I'll put up with your crap. Well, that's the thing. I have, I have when I was growing up, um, gaming wasn't huge in, in the household, but whenever I'd visit a cousin's house, mm-hmm. they'd have the consoles that I don't have. 
Yeah, so I would play with them. <laughs> like, which ones were the ones that kind of caught your eye at that point? Because I was, I feel like I'm the same. I didn't have, like, my parents didn't allow us to have any consoles in the house, right? Yeah. Which I think was smart for them because, like, why would they spend money on it when we could just go to like the neighbor's house or whoever? It's like just send us off to the other kids who. Who, who spent money on that sort of thing. Yes. Like they saved so much money. Think about like how expensive games were back then and, and yeah. the consoles and everything else. Like it's a pretty expensive endeavor. So they think it they is, were pretty, pretty smart on that. Yeah. I think for, I think for us, my, the first console that my, my dad bought for the family was the Atari. Yeah. And that's what, where my gaming sort of love started. That's awesome. Uh, and then he ended up getting the NES, mm-hmm. which is where my love for Nintendo began. Yeah. <laughs> But then he never bought the consoles after that. Oh, man. Because it was more about we need the kids to be educated. They need to be studying. (laughs) Right, right. You realize like how much time you see a parent sees in their kid like the zombie face that happens. And it's kind of disturbing. Like I got it. Like it's sort of just happening now with Lincoln as he's and and I'm torn because like I obviously love video games and I feel like they they're more than just, you know, when what any whatever anybody is marginalizing them to be like they're Mm -hmm. they're more than that. I feel like like the community around them and the problem solving and even just like from a literacy standpoint with some games like i often have like this people who grow up with like rpgs are smarter than me like they just are they just the people who grew up with like final fantasy they're just like those people those kids are smart but there is something that happens like when your kid like can hear the words that you're saying to him and he just doesn't even like like does not take his eye off the screen there's just something about that a little bit disturbing so i could so I could get that, but it seems like you guys got teased a little bit with like yeah. Atari, Nintendo, and then yeah, no more. No <laughs> so whenever I'd go to a, a cousin's house, I'd see a new console, and uh, I that's how I dis- that's how I discovered the GameCube and the the Nintendo sixty four, the PlayStation iterations. Mm-hmm. So I never really got to experience those in my own home. Yeah. Um. But when it got to a point where my we were like me and my sister got to high school that's when um my mom was like all right well if you guys want to if you girls want to get a a console we'll get you like we ended up getting a ps1 but the slim edition (laughs) nice oh that one's awesome that little tiny thing and like literally said like p-s-o-n-e like the one yeah so small yeah no kidding so tiny i think i still got it too (laughs) that's good that's a great collectible i love that thing too and it's funny how they they always started so enormous i think the ps all of them all the slims look so much smaller like the ps2 slim is like remarkable it's like it seems like it shouldn't even work exactly it's so tiny Uh, so my parents we ended up getting the slim version of the playstations as they went along yeah smart (laughs) we never we never got the the big bulky ones it was once they released for like for the first time later on would wait like one It'd be about what a year or so later, and then they'd bring out the slims. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, no kidding. I love that. Well, like, I mean, there's now that the 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 PlayStation and the Xbox are just coming out. Like, I often talk about how like it, and now with like backwards compatibility, it's like there's really not a huge reason to get it. Like, you can absolutely like just kind of put it off. Like, how has that is that translated now into like how you play games now? Like, do you? need the latest and greatest thing or have you been trained by getting the slims which came out years after the launch like are are you good with just kind of like playing whatever like what are your what are your habits now i'm uh, at the moment for me it's just been nintendo switch that's the one thing that i've been playing uh for the last year uh 
And But the thing is, for me, I don't go out of my way to buy a new console the moment it's been released. Mm-hmm. I actually wait a while until I find out that everybody's, you know, happy with the current consoles because there have been uh, there have been it's times really where because <laughs> there have been times where when a new console is released, there's, you know, some bugs still in it mm-hmm. that haven't been fixed. And so that sort of puts me off a little bit. And yeah. that's I think that's the that's what happened with the switch. When I ended up getting the switch, I actually waited like a good six months to a year before I actually bought it. That'd be hard. That'd be really hard to do. That thing was on fire, like almost literally. Not like the like those Samsung phones that like literally went on fire. (laughs) uh, Which also was maybe a good reason to wait and see. That was a good wait and see one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully these things will just like burst into flames at some point. So was it? But I mean, like that was a really solid launch, though. Like, were you watching it? Like, Breath of the Wild came out, and like, I mean, Arms was Arms, but like, Splatoon two, Mario Kart eight, Deluxe, and all those games came out right in the first like six to seven months or so. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing: a lot of those games I've never either I've never played in past iterations, or I just never got interested in playing them. Yeah. Um, uh, especially, like, for me, it was always about Mario-based games, like the platformers. Sure, yeah. Um, and so that's what I grew up playing, and I love that, and I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just been a little bit difficult to get into the newer games at launch. Yeah. Because I don't know what to expect from it and whether I'm whether or not I'm going to actually enjoy it. And you haven't found like that it sort of like jives with your style of content creation then, like that you don't need like the game that came out like just this last week. You don't need to be playing that for an audience. Like you're you're good with playing like whatever Animal Crossing for a full year or whatever it is. Yeah, um, I this uh, to be honest, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is actually my first Animal Crossing game. Like I've never played any of the other iterations. So to jump into, well, it's totally um, different. You see, yeah, this time you're on an island. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only difference. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> From what I've been hearing about New Leaf, it's definitely been a lot different. Yeah, so. I'm sure it is. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Just throw, throw a little shade at Animal Crossing every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad you um, jumped, I'm glad you jumped in, though. Yeah. Look, uh, I found out that a friend, like a couple of my best friends, they're, um, they got the animal crossing game uh like they pre-ordered it originally yeah they're not uh, but i didn't end up getting it until a week after the actual release mm-hmm. um and then i was like you know what let's just give this a go it's something completely new it looks cute um and i've been loving it ever since and i've been playing it pretty much every day since it's since i got it have you uh, really yeah i have been and i still <laughs> do <laughs> which is crazy because i've never played this many hours of one particular game ever. Yeah, right. Um, if anything, the most uh, before I got Animal Crossing, the me- the most hours I've played on a game has been less than fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like most like I would say you know normal. I don't know. I don't want to like be disparaging to anybody, yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, that's kind of just I think what most people experience until yeah you jump into an Animal Crossing game. And you go, where did the last eleven hundred hours go? Yeah, I'm not exactly, really sure exactly. how that was possible. <laughs> what is it about it that just keeps you coming back to it? I think it's just the fact that you have to do the daily tasks to the get the obligation. Those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the obligation of having to do things on your island and uh and I'm also like I'm also liking the design aspect of it because it's something I've never really done before and I love being creative. Yeah. And so being able to do that in a game um did, you know, spring my interest 
a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been really enjoying that. Although when I did first start playing Animal Crossing, I wasn't aware of certain things that could be done. Like I didn't even know terraforming was a thing until I got, until I started watching YouTubers and mm-hmm. started getting design tips. And I'm like, how did they do that? Oh, I need to get that. <laughs> See, that sounds that sounds crushing to me is the whole like and it's the thing that the thing that makes the game thrive, which is the community and everybody like offering tips and all these things and the, the tours. Those things are I can't I can't handle it. I'm not strong enough to handle it because I would look at somebody else and go, like, look what they have. And I can't yeah. have that. I don't know how to I can't <laughs> think like that. And you know, I probably just could practice about it is probably yeah. what I could do. But I mean, I also, you know, I drew my line with Bobby. That's it. I, I drew my line. I said, I can't do it. I'm not playing it. And then that's it. So I do enjoy hearing other people enjoying yeah. it. That's all good. That's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> did it like catch you by surprise that it has kept you along this long? Like, you, you know, you give it a shot, but you know, how the heck did I, it keep you this long? I never knew that I would get addicted to this game. Like it, I'm not really, I don't really get addicted to gaming uh, yeah. unless it's oh. something that I'm really, really enjoying. And this is the first time this has actually happened for me. Yeah. Uh, like I played, uh, like before I started, when I first started streaming, uh, which was like late 2018. So it's been two years now. Yeah. Um, when I first started streaming, it was only PC games mm. because I didn't know that I could stream console games unless I had like a separate game capture card to be able to do it right um so all i was playing were pc games and i was playing you know portal 2 i i ended up playing murdered soul suspect um, oh i love it okay yeah now we're talking yeah what else yeah. tell me more about your pc game. Yeah. <laughs> um i ended up i also funnily enough i also ended up playing a lot of the kids games that i ended up playing as a child which i ended up playing as uh, like an on stream type of game like what? which was still fun like like spy fox the spy fox series um i ended up playing um i've never heard of Freddy that Fish. i've um, never heard of any of these games what are they what like they're like they're actual like child games or are they yeah, games you they okay are, so Freddy Fish is a kind of educational mystery game. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> and there's like five games of it, uh, like five different stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Spy Fox is like a he's a he's kind of like the James Bond of the game. <laughs> I love that, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's reminding me of um, and I never remember the name. I'm so jealous that you remember the names of these because like there's a ton of games that we would have played back in the day that like there's one I think one was called like Think Quick. Or something like that. It was terrible. It was like this, like almost DOS based, like I think six <laughs> colors tops. Like we're talking really, really old stuff. But there was also another one that was based in a school. I wish I could remember. There was one that was based on a school, and you walked around the school looking at like pictures on the wall or things like that to try and get like clues of some criminal that was in the school when it was. It had this like creepy vibe to it. Uh, this is very old. Yeah. This is very, <laughs> very like decades, decades old. But yeah. I don't know. It had like this really like early 90s vibe to it everybody's clothes were way too big for them like super baggy and these big old shoes and everything so i'm just jealous that like you remember the the names of the games that you played like as a kid and stuff yeah yeah so these were games that i really enjoyed as a when i was growing up and i decided that i wanted to just play them again and see what changed in me at least to see whether i still enjoyed it and i really did that's Um, good yeah uh so the spy fox and freddy fish they're from the developers um, Humongous Entertainment. Okay. Yeah, so they were the ones that created um, those particular games. And uh, 
because of that, I've gone back and tried to find other games by those developers. Yeah. Um, I think there was also a game called Putt-Putt, um, which was like a little car character that you could be sort of driving around and doing things. And it's it's really cute. I haven't actually been able to find the game, though, so I might have to check my Steam. <laughs> That's the thing is like this, this people talk about preservation and it seems like a lot of games we can still find if it was within like recent memory. But for there's a lot of games that are just completely lost to memory and lost to the to the record and everything, which is really, really too bad. It, not that they're. Not that they're games that I would want to put like another fifty hours or into, into no. or anything, but just like to even even for for me to be able to find them, I think would just be really kind yeah. of nice without maybe digging through. My last hope is really to like dig through my parents' house and go through like all the floppy disk kind of things, like the old, <laughs> like we we had like those big cases and everything that you know you'd you'd flip through and you always it's going to be a you know most games were like disc seventeen. You had like these series yeah. of discs you had to put in there, and like inevitably you're going to be missing like the 13th one you know, like something right in the middle you're just missing that and you're completely yeah. there's nothing you can do about I it i think i think the the earliest i think the one floppy disk game that i can remember was i think duke nukem oh yeah definitely yeah we had like duke nukem and like doom and wolfenstein and commander keen we had like there's a there's a guy around the block from us who like would just hand us these games i don't understand why he was doing this we didn't really yeah. know him he didn't have kids that we played with or anything we weren't friends exactly, with his family yeah. or anything we just went over to grant's house around yeah. the block and he would and hand us 17 discs to and stuff. think that games used to fit on a floppy disk whereas Seriously. now that you have to use up so much hard hard drive space on the consoles or the computer because it takes up like almost a gig's worth of space and it's like that never used to be the case back then. <laughs> I remember having like 750 megabytes of hard drive space and, and somebody telling me like, you're, you're, you're good for life. Like you're yes. good forever. And it's like, what a proclamation like that. That tweet did not age well. I don't no. think. <laughs> <laughs> I even remember SD cards for digital cameras when they first started becoming popular. It was like 25 megabytes. <laughs> you know, it's really funny that you mentioned digital cameras because as I was thinking about like, obviously we're, we had the schedule for a bit and I was thinking about like your name with Fuji and I was like, like, I'm, I'm curious where that comes from. But because the first time, like, as I think about Fuji, I'm like, Fuji film had a, had a camera. Like, well, they had lots of cameras. And they had the film yeah. and everything like that. But that was my first digital camera that came with, uh, it actually came with my, my laptop back in the day. There was when you'd go to a store and actually buy something. My laptop that I bought for for college didn't have Wi-Fi built in. It had a little slot in it that you could like plug in a a, like a Wi-Fi adapter into it. And so back then, like they would go, okay, you buy this laptop, and also if you buy this, you know, printer and uh, digital camera, and and then you mail in the rebate, like you'd mail in your receipt and get your rebates and everything. So that's how I had my first digital camera and my first printer was because I bought it along with my laptop. Anyway, yeah. this is a long rambling on to say <laughs> that I was thinking of I was thinking of your name and I and I, I remember that my first digital camera was just like this I think like 0.5 megapixel like absolute garbage <laughs> year 2002 <laughs> digital camera. Um but I was I was curious about like where does Fuji come from? Where does Foolish Fuji come from? Okay, so Foolish Fuji are two nicknames that I got growing up. Um yeah. so Fuji was one of the nicknames I got growing up in high school. So a lot of friends uh, would call me Fuji. Um, they came with other different iterations of my actual name, which is Fulia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Pretty Foolish, <laughs> Foolish is um, a nickname that my, my relatives and my parents gave me, which is 
their sort of um, like cute way of trying to call me, um, you know, if they're, you know, and lovingly. Uh, so yeah. that, that's <laughs> so I just decided to combine those two together. I think that's better than um, where we've where we've gotten for our kids, where they've got stinking Lincoln and smelly Ellie, or <laughs> or Ellie Belly is like we're like she's totally screwed. Like I don't know, we were just like whatever. Last of Us is cool. We like that name from yeah. we like Ellie from oh, Last of Us. Oh look, when I was when I was in primary school, I got teased a lot, like the, uh, especially like I'd get you know uh, fooled ya, and <laughs> oh that's a good ya. one though. Yeah, good. I fooled ya. Fooled ya. That's a good one. And I was like, oh, no, please don't let that stick. <laughs> yeah, but it I'm, builds I'm character. glad it's Foolish and, and Fuji. So those two sort of names are, I'm happy with. So that's what I decided to call, call myself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, what about like the whole, so you guys were playing PlayStation growing up. Like, do you have, like, what are your, some of your, your fond memories kind of playing PlayStation? What are some of your favorite franchises from then? I believe my fighting games were my favorite when I nice. was. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so we went from games, fighting yeah. fighting games to Animal Crossing. All right, like, there's a bit of a journey. Uh, I think it was like Tekken 3. Yes. And Mortal Kombat. And mm-hmm. um, what else was there? Uh, I don't know why I, your I parents like, would not like... want you playing these games. Sorry? I don't know why your parents would not want you playing these games. Just <laughs> kicking somebody yeah, well, in the face and ripping their once, heart out. Once I started getting pocket money, they, they didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Were you working? Is that how you got? Like, how did you end up like paying for some of that stuff? Like, were you working through um, high school? So the first the first console that I ended up uh, buying myself with my own money was the PS3 Slim. Nice. Uh, and and I think the Wii was one of them as well. Um, I can't remember what the I'm just thinking about how enormous and fat the the original PS3 one. I can't remember what the heck the the Slim one looked like. What the yeah. heck did that thing look like? It's it's definitely it's not as bulky. <laughs> yeah, what I can't even I'm gonna have to actually I rarely do this. What the heck does this even like look up? I can't remember. Yeah. Ter- okay. Yeah. We'll keep going. So the Wii and the PS3 were my first sort of two consoles of that I ended up getting with my own money. Um, but before then, it was you know trying to convince my parents to to pay for the other console. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> And the games, and they had no, they've got no idea what kind of games I, you know, we would, me and my sister would play. My yeah. sister was really into the, um, the racing games like Gran Turismo. Um, and I can't remember if there were like other racing games, but that, um, for me, fighting games were a huge thing that I absolutely loved. And yeah. I, st- I want to get back, I want to actually get back into it if I can. Uh, I did recently buy, well, in the last few months when it released, um, the new Mortal Kombat on Switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I haven't, it... I haven't played it yet. Oh, you got... that would be amazing for you just to go six months in a row of nothing but Animal Crossing and then just like one day Sweet. just flip the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and you're like, what happened here? That'd be great. You're like, and you could start it out the same, like just kind of like as if something's going wrong. I could just kind of picture like this very Halloween, like something, some tech issues gone wrong. You're like, I thought I was playing Animal Crossing. What's happening? Scorpion bo- has raged. <laughs> that, that would be, you could have like an alter ego. Because I yeah. almost like can't even picture it. Like you're so you're so giddy and so smiley, and then all of a sudden you're just playing like this uber violent uh, game. Sean, if you were to see me actually playing um, Super Mario Sunshine from the 3D All Stars, because I've never played that game before, mm-hmm. I've been playing it for the last three weeks, and last just raging last last Saturday I rage quit on stream. Yeah. Heck I was yes, like, I'm done. I am absolutely done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm totally with you. <laughs> 
<laughs> did you have like okay so you guys kind of skipped over you know 64 and gamecube and everything so was that some of like your first time playing sunshine and, yes. and mario 64 is on the switch versions yep yep yeah so uh so how, other than like your rage quit like how, how what are you thinking um I, I like the idea of it it looks really cool the only issue that i have with it is the controls are what really bug me right the controls are the thing that was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. So every time I tried to do something, it wouldn't do it or yep. because I was pressing the wrong button and I just kept thinking, why is this not working for me? <laughs> Seriously. It's so yeah. frustrating. It seems like, I mean, Bobby and I were, were talking about this on the, on the weekend too, about how like, like maybe we're just like 2d fans. Like this is something I've come to realize with Zelda is I like the 2d Zeldas more than, more than the 3d. And, no matter what you like, I could say the exact opposite. I'm just going to upset the other half of people. Yeah. Like you, you say, like, I like the 3D better than 2D. The 2D people are like, I'm a purist. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no way to, to please everybody. Exactly. I, I, exactly. I feel like, you know, this, it's kind of the opposite thing that, that that collection should do is convince you or remind you that maybe I like the 2Ds better. Like a yeah. good 3D collection should be like, reinforcing that the 3d games were like these this monumental like piece in gaming this this turn that, that we never look back and a lot all these games look to mario 64 for this thing but instead it's like yeah it was it was cute it's kind of i don't know it's kind of like watching like a movie from like the 1920s it just doesn't really yeah. like hold up and i like yeah you've put it on dvd or youtube or whatever but like it it's the same it's too long like the you know the dialogue doesn't really land anymore i don't know there's yeah, that type of experience i would have liked them to to update it especially yeah. with the all-stars title exactly exactly i i feel like that if they had have fixed up some of the bugs that were happening in the game that would have definitely appealed a bit more uh mm-hmm. i just that just that control the the flood control is just so annoying yeah and and it's and pretty it's, central it's, to the whole thing too isn't it exactly <laughs> and i just oh man i I, can't, I don't think i'll be going back to it for any time i know <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know too many people who who really are honestly yeah yeah um, mm. but i ended up so I, I feel like i might enjoy galaxy a bit more galaxy's um, great because uh i think last year I was playing um, Super Mario Odyssey with a friend of mine for their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and I've been enjo- and I was enjoying playing that. So I, I feel like that with um, with uh, with Galaxy would be really good. Yeah. Um, so I might jump into that, but depending on how I feel. <laughs> yeah. We'll no kidding. <laughs> yeah. You get you get a little bit burnt by it, and then you just kind of don't want to go there again. Exactly. This is what I like to call getting dicked around by Nintendo. Like this is kind of what I'm talking about. Just a little bit of it. Um, (laughs) I wanted to, I wanted to ask you a little bit about like, you know, like the gaming scene more local to you, like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is maybe a little bit similar for both of us to kind of touch on because so much of the content comes out of like America, but like, is there like, and there's, it's very, there's pockets within Canada of, you know, some content creators maybe getting together, but for the most part, like a lot of like our gaming news and, and to some extent or to that extent, even opinions comes out of out of the states really and i don't know if that's the same for you guys in australia as well where like so much of the conversation is driven by 300 million people coming out of america like is that or is there still like a maybe a different kind of gaming identity in australia is there some other sort of like sub gaming scene that like the rest of us aren't really aware of that you guys kind of participate in or that i don't know is there something different about Um, gaming in australia that you hear from podcasts in the states I, I I haven't really been keeping up with it if there is any to be honest um yeah. and it's not really advertised as much here sure. in Australia because it's it's not as big as 
it is over in America. Yeah. Um, so most of the news so that, that must make it do, hard then. That must yeah, make it so hard to be that a we get is from America, and yeah. that's where our opinions start to form. And the um, the Australian versions of certain consoles in their social media platforms is where we get most of our news. And right. I feel like a lot of the people in Australia, if they are console gaming, they're either you know first person shooters or they're playing you know the the like FIFA or Oh um, yeah, a lot of them are playing the soccer games and like sport games, and um, mm. they're they're the ones that I can really think of. They do like we do have conventions here, um, mm-hmm. like we get packs. Um, we get I think we also get like the the YouTube content creating kind of convention, like an expo, um, right. but that doesn't happen as often. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so everybody goes when it actually does happen. It's kind of like, yeah. okay, cancel my plans. Like this is kind <laughs> of because I feel like I would be the exact same way, and it's just, it's very similar for us. Where like, yeah, there's a comic con, but like, it's the Edmonton Comic Con. Like, I don't know, you know, it's it's this small deal. Like the the things happen that you hear of the big massive things. Yeah. You go, yeah, I'll go to my cute little local kind of thing. You just kind of dream well, here, of maybe going to some bigger. When we ha- when when, you ha- when we have cons, they're actually quite big. Yeah. In, in our cities and there's only a, a handful of um event companies that actually put on these conventions for us mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that's why they're so popular because we don't always see um you know the 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 huge variety that there is in 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 america like the amount yeah. of conventions that america has we've got like a quarter of that not even that might and, be the right amount, though. I think that's yeah. the other thing, too, that people kind of get, they get a little, like, expoed out or conventioned out or whatever. Like, there's so, it's so funny because you almost have to say that out loud to, for people to remember that. Like, that's that's what the conversation was before yeah. all of this, all the COVID yeah. stuff, where everything is, is shut down. It was like, people were just on the verge of, like, maybe there's just too many, even, like, even for, like, there's too many things like E3. Like, there's get E3 and then there's Gamescom and then there's all these other things yeah. It seemed like there was too many opportunities for for news and stuff and now we're just like please bring yeah. something back god we're, we're <laughs> so starving us, over here with gaming gaming conventions is pretty much just linked to packs and that's yeah. and that only happens once a year um mm-hmm. the other conventions that we have are like our comic-con like oz comic-con we've got supernova expo we've got um we've got the anime uh, festival um Ooh, have you yeah. been to that one I love the anime festival. Yeah, it's best. Uh, it's it's pretty much another convention, but for anime and manga fans. Yeah, of course. Um, but it is so much fun. I love it. Um, the last time I went was last year, and uh, I cosplayed for the first time. Did you? What did you go I as? Did. I went as um, Lucy Hartfilia from Fairy Tale. I have no the- idea what that is, but that's <laughs> I lo- the smiling faces you describe it is like that's everything. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> did you like make a costume yourself and everything? I kind of put it together my like the way that I could because I I obviously didn't have at the time I didn't have the money to go out of my way to buy a pre-made costume. Of course. So I ended up buying whatever cheap um, skirt and uh, I bought a, a cheap uh, like a, t- uh, a sleeveless top that mm-hmm. I ended up painting so mm-hmm. that it had the design of the actual costume. That's um, awesome. And then I made my own because she has like a little whip as well. So I made my own sort of uh, fake whip. That I had holstered on, and yeah, 
I love that. That is yeah. like that's the whole like creative side, like the thing that you want to be like designing things in Animal Crossing. Everything. It's just like yeah, exactly. Tap, and, tap into that with cosplay. Yeah. I'm very big on arts and crafts as well. So I I do a lot of crochet. Like um, I do. Uh, like I do sometimes painting. I I can I like to draw, but I'm not great at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one thing that I wish that like you always hear like those questions like if you could blink an eye or if you could download something like on the Matrix. Like I would love to be able to like I really enjoy drawing, but yeah. it's just like I don't know. I need a couple more years of practice of like yeah. dedicated practice. Like I really enjoy like I can kind of fake it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I feel like that pretty much with everything like yeah. podcasting and Twitch yeah. streaming, like just, <laughs> just like it. fake it enough. And like, it's probably fine. Yeah. I guess. When, when, I, when I do my drawings, it. I tend to look at a picture and sort of copy from that. So yeah, totally not, not trace it per se, but just be mm-hmm. looking at the image and then try and do it myself. Totally. Sometimes they work out all right, but most times they don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, and some details are better than others. It's like, yeah. you know, like nine, like outlines are good, but then it's like, what's that hand doing? Yeah. What was that like? <laughs> just, Nobody can figure I, out how to draw an I eye. I absolutely suck at shading. Like I oh same. I can't, I can't shade to save my life. Yeah, no kidding. I um and and however many like uh how to do it or any like these videos you can watch like it just doesn't click and they can say it in like a perfect way and as they're describing like how they do it it's like totally understand it can't do it can't, can't do, do it, it at all <laughs> can't do it even a little bit. No. I see some of these drawings like these some of these sketches and it looks like like the, the the photo like it looks like a photo it looks so real and it's like yeah. this person drew this with a pencil. Yeah, exactly. So, or, like the or, talent like, is so amazing. Paintings that I see that are absolutely like hand done, and I yeah. look at them like that looks like a photo. How did they even do that? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um. Well, that kind of gets me to like one question I like to ask sometimes is like, you know, if you if you won the lottery and like you didn't have to like worry about work or anything, like what would you do? Like what would you do for like just to keep yourself busy or like something that you'd always want to get to that maybe other like life responsibilities or other things kind of get in your way? Like what's something you'd always like want to get you to do i ever since i finished uni uh i've and i've had a really big passion for video production so i've always wanted to i've always wanted to open up my own like video sort of like studio Mm -hmm. um where it's like a a green screen studio so people can come in and do like photography or you know they want to do videography for their small businesses and stuff like that um and sort of hire it out for uh, you know, for people who want to use it. Um, but also I've always wanted to just jump into working with other production companies that do film and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, in Australia, it's not a huge thing here. Like there are studios, there are production companies that do film here in Australia, but they don't advertise those roles as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very internal for them. And even if they do advertise it, it's like from word of mouth of friends that are in there and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, so I'd be, able, I, if I could, I'd love to be able to do that or open up my own studio. Uh, it, it's opening up my studio is definitely something that I really want to do, but unfortunately I can't because I don't either, I don't have the income for it or I just, uh, I can't find the place that I want to be able to do it. So <laughs> Well, I hope that happens for you, like, you know, very soon. Hopefully you just, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what exactly is going to happen. But, you know, I just, I really like asking that of, like, you know, if, if everything was out of the way, like, what would you do? And you just, I don't know, sometimes, like, if, if, if you want it bad enough or you want to, like, if you say even just saying it out loud, it can be like, it just sort of, like, happens. Yeah. I feel like podcasting was kind of like that way with, with me. It's just, like, 
I just kind of said, like, I could probably do that. And, you know, there's all, there's like a billion reasons why I probably shouldn't have or couldn't have or whatever. And you yeah. just kind of find your, your, like, do you ever find yourself, like, surprised at, like, even, like, where you're at right now with um with content creation and podcasting and streaming and everything? Like, did you, did you ever imagine that you'd ever, you know, do it this often or even have this much fun doing it? I I didn't even think that I would get into um, podcasting that much. Like yeah. when I first started podcasting with my friends, um, I was just a, like a guest host with them whenever one of their uh, one of the group members couldn't make it. So that's I a would great just, way to start. I would just jump in whenever they needed someone. Yeah. Uh, and but last year, um, some of the group members, because of scheduling reasons and you know work commitments and all that sort of stuff they couldn't continue. So it ended up being the one person left. And mm-hmm. so she reached out to, to me and another friend and it's like, can you, would you guys be willing to come on, uh, onto the podcast, um, with me more often? Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then just during this pandemic, it's just been continuous every week we've been together, um, recording the podcast. So I never really imagined myself to be on the podcast. And I feel like when I do the po- when I am on the podcast, and especially depending on the topic that's being discussed, I I feel like I don't always have an opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm either being left out, or I just feel like I don't know what to say here. What can I say? So I just have to sort of make something up as yeah. I go. <laughs> Does it ever surprise you that like that actually turns out okay? Yeah. <laughs> And then after we finish recording, I'm like, I am so sorry. I couldn't really say much about that certain thing. And they're like, no, nah, it's fine. It still worked out. Because the, the the main host, she is a pop culture queen. She yeah. will retain all of the pop culture information. She knows everything inside and out about a movie or a TV show that she's seen. God bless those so people. So she can... She can just let that flow whenever she speaks. And it's amazing yeah. the, the, yeah. the skill that she has to be able to do that. <laughs> I, uh, well, I podcast with Bobby and that's basically the same idea. Like he'll, yeah. like he'll talk, like I'm there for color commentary. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, Bobby will take a breath or he'll cough and I'll need to kind of like fill in some space. Yeah. And then he'll kind of like catch his breath and then he'll get back on <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to make it sound that rude bobby i'm so sorry he'll listen he'll listen to like no episodes but he he was very excited to hear that that um that you were going to be on this week so oh, that's that was, awesome. that was, yeah no it's been wonderful like just this whole kind of craziness this 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 community like we talk like i joke about animal crossing a lot um but this community that has just completely like surrounded um the game and then bobby with him playing and like all these people kind of like coming together like that's the thing when i talked about before like you know people will will mark video games down for like they're just you know you're brainless and you turn to a zombie playing you get addicted to it like they, they they come up with all the bad things but it's like you don't see all the awesome stuff that happens around it that like that's not like there's so many other things that other people enjoy people who aren't into video games they're into a bunch of other stuff they like to do and they like to you know spend their free time in other ways they'll never understand i don't think like what what we get out of like this community is just so it's kind of remarkable it's almost like we're proving somebody else wrong too yeah like see like we can have we can have friends like i feel like i even <laughs> celebrated that when i got married i'm like nerds can get married too yeah and like nerds can have kids too it's like they, they, this victory i felt like on behalf of like all of us you're just like yeah. see like we could still like we could still do stuff. Well, that's the thing. When I, 
Um, in my during my twenties, I was a closet nerd. I didn't want anyone to know that I liked gaming or that I liked mm-hmm, anime mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Totally, yeah, classic and time to do that. I I kept that to myself until I found friends who were open about it, and they were always wanting to talk about you know gaming and and TV shows and movies and stuff like that. And I was like, oh well, if that's the case, then I can do that too. And isn't that the best? You know. I the, I went to my first convention and I loved it and that's when it all sort of just happened. Uh, I'm totally with you. Yeah. yeah, like it was. It is conventions that sort of just okay. So this not only just allowed. It's like celebrated to the like the craziest degree. Like there's yeah. it, everything that you you walk into one of those conventions. Everything is larger than life. Yeah, it's enormous. And so it's yeah, it definitely gives like almost like this permission, which is a weird way to put it. But I feel I don't know how else to describe. Mm. That I was like allowed to, yeah, let my freak flag fly. You yeah, be really exactly. Careful when I say that. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that that happened for me was when I got Animal Crossing, I never knew that there was going to be such a huge community behind this particular game. Yeah. And the moment I started researching like videos on how to make my island look better, the and then I started seeing live streams of people mm-hmm. playing the game. And I started to then, you know, integrate myself into the chat and just, you know, the fact that the streamers would then, you know, acknowledge that you're there and yeah. just be like, hey, how you going? Let's get some love in the chat and all that sort of stuff. And that for me, my online community has now exploded and yeah. I absolutely love it. And I feel like I, I speak to my online friends a lot more than I do my actual friends. I know. And honestly, like, have you ever met, have you ever met anybody that you've sort of met online? Have you ever met them in person? Like for the first time? No, because all of the people that I've met online now. are now, they're, they're all in America. So oh, <laughs> so it's really far too. Or in America. So it really... was either going to be a quarantine thing or a giant ocean in the way kind of a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, you know, it is, it's a remarkable thing. Like if, yeah. if there's any way, and it, it's, it's one of those things. I remember the first time somebody actually, um, even introduced the, the idea of like meeting up in real life. And I was just like, I like, are you sure? Like, how do you know I'm not the serial killer? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I should be wary of like everybody else, but like, how do you know it's not, yeah, not exactly. me? You know, and that there, everybody kind of maybe goes through that bit of a journey, but it is, it is something else to, like with Bobby and I, we met, you know, we've met, met each other a couple of times now. And like, there's been, a, there's been a few times where we've met people who you've only spoken to online. And it's just like, it's crazy. Cause it is, yeah. you know them, you know who they are. Like you, you I don't know, you just kind of like click and you already know that you like the same sorts of things. And it's, I definitely, if there, if that is another answer that you could tack on to the, like, if, if you could just like do whatever you wanted to do, or if like money wasn't an, an object or anything like that, like I would highly encourage a lot of people to just like, you know, safely, you yeah, know, of course. Uh, <laughs> meet people, like do it in an open area if you <laughs> yeah. can, things like that. Don't just meet anybody online, well, I guess is I've, what I'm I've, trying to say. Since, since finding all these new friends online, I've already decided that I'm going to plan a trip to like Canada, America, just to catch up with everybody. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So like, you know, COVID is, I feel like it's taking extra life away this year. And as we're kind of getting, I can't believe it's next month as we're talking about this, like typically November is kind of like game day for extra life, which is, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys do extra life there? I know it's like, it's a huge deal here. It's mostly like American hospitals. Yeah. I, stuff, I don't but... think I've even, even heard of extra life. <laughs> oh, no way. Okay. Okay. So, well, um, number one, uh, I'm not sure which one to start with. Uh, it's a great excuse to play video games for a full day because you're doing it for charity. So it's of yeah. course for the kids. 
but also you get to play video yeah, games video for games. <laughs> for a day. So last year, speaking of like meeting a bunch of people, like friends online, last year a bunch of us met up in um in a place called Rome, New York, and uh, there was like sixty of us in a room. None of us had well, some people had met before. Most of us had never met each other in yeah. real life. We know each other online and stuff, and we were stuck in the same kind of giant space together we all had our like gaming consoles and everything set up and we played games for 24 hours straight and it's like unfortunately um covid has taken that away from us this year but we want to do that again you know what i mean like to to have all these people like can you imagine like even just the yumi capri discord just like coming together that'd be huge (laughs) that's okay so we had like a we had like a microcosm of that right there's there's like 60 of us all in the same space and it was just like this all these people you'd seen online, you'd seen yeah. in the little like Skype boxes and stuff. And then they're there. It's like yeah. sitting next to you. Like we're eating, drinking, laughing, playing games together. Like that's a memory I'll have for the rest of my life. And yeah. I really hope to have like more of that. So if you are to like plan a trip around it, like let's like we can make it, we, we try and make oh, it a big deal. 100%. You know what I mean? I think that would be awesome. I'll definitely do that. <laughs> and it's like, and then you find yourself like fundraising for some charity in America. Or something yeah. like that. It's like, whatever. We'll just there for the games too. It's all good. Yeah, man, that'd, be, that'd be a lot of fun. Like I've always wanted to come to uh, come and visit Canada and America. Um, I've, I think for me, when I first started playing ice hockey, is where I ended up loving the idea of visiting those countries just to, so I can see and watch, you know, some NHL games during. The where season. did you play? Wait, what? What you played <laughs> ice hockey? I don't even play I, ice I, hockey. <laughs> like where? Uh, we've like, got a we've got a few um, ice rinks, like indoor ice rinks. Sure. Uh, here in 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 Melbourne, um, and they're starting to um, they're starting to build up more uh, yeah. around Australia. And we've we've also got like we've got our own national leagues as well. Um, okay. But for for me here in Melbourne, I play in like a local sort of a league. Um, That's awesome. I didn't even know. I mean, obviously, our where people play hockey is indoors here as well. So, like, yeah. that it's not like in Canada, everybody just plays outside. <laughs> <laughs> just all year round. <laughs> we just play in the streets on our ice skates and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's on the frozen river. I'm like, yes. in Canada, they're probably on the streets, you know, playing <laughs> hockey all the time. <laughs> just in the parking lot at the school. Just, <laughs> yep. On skates. Yeah, like the idea of an indoor rink is not completely like that's very, very normal. But I guess yeah. it's almost like um, in Australia, I would imagine that you'd almost do it like ironically. Like, oh, yeah, you guys go surf. I'm going to play hockey. Hockey, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like the rebellious thing and to you do. Know what's, and it's also funny because I play the league that I play in happens over the summer season. So, yeah, of course. Uh, for, and because the winter season is more competitive, whereas the summer season is for fun. Um, mm-hmm, I mean, it's mm-hmm. competitive, but it's fun. Yeah, uh, and the, I and I love that. And the team that I'm on, um, and I I boast about this all the time, and I'm not even sorry. But I am the only club member uh, to have won two championships in a row with my team. <laughs> I love that. I thought you were going to tell me something almost embarrassing. No, sounds, that is something that you should be proud of. I'm like, what, what's wrong with that? You should be should be no, proud I'm of that. I'm not embarrassed about it. I just I, I thought you were going to tell me like something that like. You took off your skate and tried to stab somebody like Happy Gilmore or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, see, everybody, if, whenever someone asks me, um, like, do you hit people against the boards when I tell them that I play I, that I play ice hockey here in Australia? They're like, oh, do you hit people up against the boards? Do you, you know, smack them down? Do you have fights? And I'm like, it's not that kind of league. <laughs> mm. 
Like we, what I, we, we can be rough, but we can't be too rough. Otherwise, we get penalties. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. You're. I mean, everybody's got to go to work the next day. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's kinda, like we're supposed to try and keep stuff. it fun and casual. And yeah. for me, I'm still. I feel. I still feel like I'm an amateur in the game, even though yeah. I've played it for the last. How long has it been? Like four or five years now. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the first time that you like started to play hockey. You just like picked up some skates and started to play hockey a couple of years ago. Well, no. Uh, at, I was actually going around uh, to the uh, to the main rink that is in the CBD yeah. as a public skater. So just going around and around in circles. And then I ended up uh, buying my own skates. And I was going with a best friend of mine who was actually doing Ice Hockey Academy at the time. Good friend um, to have. Yeah. yeah. And so one of the one of the nights that I ended up going, she had one of her classes on. So when the Zamboni came out, to resurface the rink where the public skating was, I'd then walk over to the hockey rink and just watch from the boards my friend doing her drills out on the ice. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I saw that and I'm like, that looks like more fun than just, just skating around in circles. Yeah. And then I ended up, the following term, I ended up going to a free, uh, like the first class is free for, for beginners. So I ended up going to that and then, yeah, I just loved it ever since. And I just kept on going and I wanted to keep going. And we were supposed to play our um, championship this year in, uh, when was it? March. Uh, unfortunately, that got postponed indefinitely. So, yeah. and my team was in the grand final. So if we had have won that, that would have been number three for me. <laughs> Come on. This year just keeps taking away. Although it did give me this moment that I realized that like there's, I mean, there's probably many Australians who can skate better than me, but at least I haven't talked to them on Skype because <laughs> I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible Canadian on that front. I, I don't, the hockey I'm, I play is like in the streets. I'm a terrible Australian for not really liking Australian rules football. And oh, there you go. I just, I like, I used to, but then yeah. I started working at the, uh, like the grounds, like the MCG, which was where I started off my security work. And I found out what fans are really like. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, Despicable. Yeah, done. <laughs> it's kind of like that with anything. Isn't that the worst part about like, like fandom of almost anything? Like the, the, the hardcore is kind of like just the worst, you yeah. know, like the hardcore video game fans are just kind of the worst. That like I think about like NASCAR, people are really into NASCAR. Like, sorry, NASCAR people, but like you know, <laughs> like there's for everything. Or like, I don't know that you have like movie snobs who are just kind of like just let me enjoy the movie. I know, you know, like the people who just like something so much that they somehow ruin it. It's like yeah, just uh, that's terrible. Yeah, but it's okay. It's so- fine. Like my 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 dad loves watching the footy. He yeah. And- my parents are Im- immigrants to Australia, so he's been loving the sport for the last, I'd say, decade. Where are they from? <laughs> uh, Turkey. So my parents are Turkish. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Yeah. And they moved, like, when, so when did they come over to Australia? They came to Australia the year I was born. <laughs> so, so you were born was, in Australia? Yes, I was born here in Australia, in Melbourne, yep. Okay. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, you're kind of like, you're, I don't know what the timing was like, but like, I don't know. I guess that's kind of Australian Canada similar in that way, too, where you kind of, it's sort of another melting pot, I guess. Mm. Yeah. 
you ever go back? Do you ever want to go back? Like, see kind of like where you're like, do you have family back in Turkey? I do, actually. Uh, I've been back to Turkey uh, quite a few times. Um, the last time I went was back in 2012. And yeah. um, it was just nice to see, you know, family members. Um, every time I go there, whenever I try to speak Turkish, they, they just giggle at me and they, they find it amusing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, at least they're not mean about it. Is yeah. it hard to get to? I feel like I feel like just going because I only know of going there from here. Yeah, it sounds it's like a day trip or something like that. Like yeah, I don't know. I if think it's about, obviously not everything is far away from without, from you. Without the stopovers um, or the layovers, it's about a twenty hour flight from here. Yeah, that's far. That's from, long. From yeah, yeah. Um, and that's is it worth changing. it? <laughs> and I have to to get to the city that my family's from. I have to go three flights. So from yeah. here to Asia and then from Asia to the Middle East or to Istanbul, which is the main hub of international flights. And mm-hmm. then from there, I have to catch a domestic flight to where they are. <laughs> yeah, you and a trillion other people going through Istanbul, I'm sure. Yeah. Can you imagine flying now? Like, that's the thing. It's just like, I'm like, I don't know. There's some people I think who, ha- who have to fly. Like, can you even go? Can you even take international flights if you wanted Our to right now? Our borders are still closed. They're yeah, only, I think ours are too. Only limited number of people can come in and out of Australia, like, especially if they're um, residents or citizens of Australia that are coming back from overseas, they're allowing yeah. them to come back. Um, and for anyone who's here in Australia that live overseas, they're allowing them to go. But other than that, uh, our borders are closed at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. Do you feel closed in because of it? Like, are you good just kind of like staying put? It feels a little bit strange not seeing as many planes flying about. Yeah. Because um, usually Melbourne is a very uh, – a very populated city and Melbourne airport is one of the main international hubs. Um, and so not seeing too many um, big planes flying about is really weird. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, otherwise you're kind of like comfortable with just kind of like staying put for a little bit. Are you, do you have like the travel itch or anything? Uh, I'm, I'm good. Like I, yeah. I was planning on going overseas um, for a, for like a, I think it was like a uh, like a yoga retreat type of thing that was supposed oh, to happen wow. in November, but obviously I don't think that's going to happen um, yeah. in Bali. And I was really looking forward to that, but now it's going to have. I'm pretty sure it's going to end up being postponed to probably next year. Um, I need to like open my mind up to like the, the like the trips that people go on. <laughs> I need to just kind of like. Cause I'm like, where, like people, I like, what, what's your dream vacation? I'm like, I want to go to Disney again. It's like that's so, like bland. It's so, I don't know. It's so See, cookie cutter that for me. The, like you guys are probably saying, oh, we're gonna go to Disneyland, and but it's it's uh, and it's not like a, such a huge deal for you guys. No, it's a big deal. It it's is? a big deal for me. It's a very far, but I just feel like it's not, it's not, um, it's it's not unique. Like I, ah. I haven't talked to anybody who's like, I'm going to go on like a yoga retreat. Like that sounds awesome. Like there's so many things. If you're going to go travel, yeah. you could like go climb a mountain. You could go do, I don't know. You could go do or see all these different things. Yeah. Disney is just kind of like, it's almost too easy. You know, it's yeah. like, it's almost been decided for me that that's a place that I should want to go. I guess okay. is, I, I kind of have a hard time describing why it doesn't sound like a, a particularly enticing idea just because it's. Like, it's been done before. Like, somebody, like, I know everybody I know has been to Disney. <laughs> Not everybody I know has gone on a yoga retreat. That sounds, like, really interesting. That sounds very unique. And yeah. Yeah, I'm like, maybe you should just think what, what else people do when they go yeah. on trips. Well, the <laughs> you know other thing I mean? that I really wanted to do was I really, I was, I've been really dying to go and see Japan. And yeah. for me. Your namesake, of course. 
exactly. Fuji. <laughs> I've always wanted to see Japan, but not only just see it, I actually wanted to experience the culture and actually yeah. live there for like a good maybe two, three months if, and learn the language. And mm. I was last year, more specifically, I was teaching myself Japanese a lot. Um, Holy cow. Yeah, I've, I've forgotten most of it, though, because I haven't been practicing, but uh, just just the speaking element of it. Um, and I really enjoy that. So I really want to get back into that and actually go and travel to, uh, Japan and be able to experience the culture. Um, I know one streamer that's actually an Australian who's living in Japan right now. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, damn it. I am so jealous of him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've known a a friend of mine, Ian, um, from OK Beast. He lived in, in, um, in Japan for, for quite a while. Actually, he moved from the States to, to japan for a bit uh he met a nice lady they yeah. they moved back here they got married like they and he he did it he did kind of like that experience that a lot of people talk about it's like i just and it seems like that's what one does you don't just one doesn't just simply go to japan yes exactly you, you must live there and you must learn the culture and you must like exactly. teach their students english i don't know it seems like there's a set of requirements that, that we do when we go to japan i guess well, i'm not sure another thing that i really regret not being able to do um was do an exchange program with my uni and right. I, I was actually planning on coming to Canada to be able to do an exchange program over there but where would you go where would you come where I would you go in Canada Montreal was where I was planning on going to that'd be awesome I'd love to go to Montreal yeah uh, well either that or Vancouver um Vancouver would probably be a little easier for you I guess <laughs> Um, Either are like world class cities. Yeah, Vancouver's wonderful. Montreal, yeah. I haven't been to. I can't really speak to, you, but Vancouver is. Vancouver is like they just had the Olympics there, like not too long ago. I think 2010. Yeah. I think was there. And it was just like I remember we were all in a bar, just kind of like watching the opening ceremonies, and we're like, "Why aren't we there? Like, it's not. It's not like it's in Australia or anything like that. It's like <laughs> you know, it's not entirely close. It would have been a good you know 12 hour drive, but yeah. like not. It, that's it. Yeah, and we exactly. just. I, it was so. That's a huge, I have a huge regret around that. I don't have too many regrets in life, but like the, the Olympics were here and I didn't go. Yeah. And I like, who knows when the next time that'll ever happen. And also I was in my twenties, like party of a lifetime for, <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been awesome. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we did pretty well in hockey at that point in time. Like it would have just been, that would have been, been a riot. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, big I, re- I remember, um, the Commonwealth games happened here in Melbourne and, probably in the last decade or decade decade or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really go to many of the events, which I'm really sad about because that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and especially because it's in my home city. So I didn't have to yeah, travel. Yeah, it's like right far. there. <laughs> but it's kind of expensive though, right? Like, I think that's part yeah. of it too. Is like it's it's not like you just go. Were just insanely expensive, and yeah. So we just ended up watching it on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 part of the consideration too. But I mean, for the amount of money that we spent at the bar that night, just like celebrating the Olympics, it's like yeah. could have got us at least a ticket, maybe like a hockey ticket or something yeah. like that. I don't know, some some sort of event. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, are you streaming later on today? Like what I can't remember. Like what is your did you push a stream for this or you like I, delay something? I, no, I actually streamed earlier. So I went one hour earlier before this. Um and usually I stream eleven AM Australian time, um Australian Eastern time, but I ended up doing it ten AM today. 
Um, yeah. So that I could record with you. Which oh, well, thank you. Really awesome. And then I <laughs> jacked up all the all the time codes and oh, time fine. zones and everything like that. But <laughs> I, this, you I know what? That's realize, so it's fine. That is a that's a lovely transition to let people know where they can find you on the internet. It's been wonderful to chat with you. But where can people find your stream and how often you stream and all the things that you want them to uh, to find on the internet? So I'm on Twitch. Um, Foolish Fuji is my username that you can easily find. Uh, I'm also on YouTube. I don't have my <laughs> my special URL yet, but uh, it is. Do we have to get you to 100 subs? Is that the is that the deal? I think so. Um, yeah, let's get you to 100 subs. Yeah. How is this not a po- okay? We're gonna we're gonna make this happen. <laughs> I don't know. I think okay. I think the 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 content that I put up is maybe a bit too long, so I might have to try and cut them down somehow. <laughs> That's yeah, don't sell yourself short. There's podcasts that are hours long on, yeah. on on YouTube. Okay, well, we'll get you to 100 yeah. subs. Get you to youtube.com slash Foolish Fuji. Yes, <laughs> and I'm also on Twitter, uh, Foolish underscore Fuji, and uh, Instagram, Foolish Fuji. I also have a foodie page if anyone's interested. <laughs> I love it. I'd be I definitely interested in that. I love it. <laughs> That's great. Was well, yeah. there anything else? Um, that- that's about it. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. I really no, thank it. you. It was this is really awesome. I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm glad we were able to to lock this down. Yeah, this has been awesome. And I'll be um, your your schedule. I think is perfect for. Mm, wait, no, I'm messing it back up again. I'm like that would be great for me to like. I'm like, why haven't I been watching just while I'm at work? But I don't think that really works out for me. But um, yeah, definitely people should be checking out your stream. And it was so much fun. I feel like there's so many more surprises that you have that uh, yes. people can really only find out through your content. So people have exactly. to check it out for sure. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much, Fuji. Thank you. The variety of people and the types of people and the types of gamers and the voices and everything that come on the show never ceases to amaze me Um, from week to week to week. Totally, totally different. I hope you guys are smiling the entire time because I definitely was. And um, I'm looking at my schedule here as, uh, as to who is next. But before I do that, I just want to express a huge thank you to Foolish Fuji, who um, supports Bobby and I to a tremendous degree and is also creating amazing content. So it was wonderful to catch up with her in this chat. So thank you for that. And I'm just really grateful that um, we were able to sort out the time zones. I, I, I flubbed a little something something. It definitely... It's like a it's like a day and a half uh, from my time zone to to Fuji's, and uh, it's um, a little too much for my brain. But we got it we got it sorted, we got it there, and it gives me hope for the future. I know there's lots of people overseas wanting to be on the show. Um, keep let's keep doing it. Let's keep working out. There's a few of you. Let's keep those chats going. Hit me back up. Um, let's get these sorted out. We can we can do it. It just takes it's just a little it's just a little harder. It's not impossible. It's just a little harder for me to uh, comprehend. Apparently, um, guys. Skinny Matt is coming up next week. As long as he shows up, Skinny Matt. This is your. This is the first time in a long time that I actually don't have an episode in the can right now. I've had a couple of weeks um, in the last over the last month or so where I haven't had every single Monday night recording an episode, uh, which has been kind of nice to be honest with you. It's been kind of uh, just to have a, have a bit of a break. I had a break this this um, holiday weekend, which was really good. But you know, if Skinny Matt doesn't show up, whatever. But also, I think Thomas King is on is on uh, is on call. He's on uh, what is that? Is it on call? He's on uh, yeah. So if, if Skinny Matt doesn't show up, Thomas King, you're up, man. <laughs> so Skinny Matt, we can talk about your extra life happening over there. Um, are you doing that with the Mega Dads? I can't even remember. But we'll talk about it. I'm sure uh, next week. But guys, if you like this show, and I hope you did, and I hope you're still here, 
A uh, couple ways you can support it. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. You can talk about it on your own podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. So if you like this, you can just tell it, tell people on your own show that you listened to it and you checked it out and you like it. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Some cool stuff happening there. Um, as well as patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. You get everything early. You get the, the, the solo. The me only, the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast. You can ask me whatever you want. It's an AMA. And that's it. The music is, is over. We're going to be back next week with Skinny Matt. And this has been We The GamerCast. It's in your ears. Now we're, uh, I'm going to be back next week. And I yammer on until Jason. We're, we start to look for Jason and Sean and then Jason. Um, and I love Jason! You guys. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!